listening to the Like Daughter, Like Mother podcast. My name is Emily, and I'm here with my mom, Kim. We are here to show you how to embrace the differences and bridge the gap between our generations in order to create successful businesses. Instead of discrediting their new ideas and ways of life, we should take a page out of their book to see what they're doing to have become some of the youngest and most successful entrepreneurs of our time. And although us young entrepreneurs may be able to excel in our businesses just by masterminding with one another, it can also be extremely beneficial for us to learn from and work with those who may be older and more experienced in a business professional environment. Join us on our journeys as we build our own businesses from the ground up and help each other along the way. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 12. Today we are going to be doing a book review on one of our favorite books, um, and that book is called The One Thing by Gary Keller with Jay Papasan. And this book is a very good um, productivity book that you can apply to your business and also your life in general. So we are going to give you some insight on the book give you some key takeaways if you don't have time or don't feel like reading the book. But if you do, I definitely recommend it. And we will put the link to get the book on Amazon in the show notes. Great. So first we want to give you the answer to last, the riddle from the last episode. And the riddle was what tastes better than it smells? And the answer is your tongue. Right. So stop and think a minute. It took me a minute to actually get this one. Such a weird one. I know. Your tongue, you taste with your tongue and you smell with your nose. So your tongue tastes better than it smells. Okay. So we have a better riddle at the end of this episode. <laughs> so, so stay tuned for that. So the one thing, this book um, I read a couple of years ago, uh, The Recommendation of Emily, Thanks, M. And it's been um, a great book. It's been a go-to book whenever I get really distracted and find that I have more than one thing going on at a time. And the funny thing is, is that I actually recommended this book to a couple of my colleagues when I was still working in my corporate job. Um, and one of them started reading part of it, but because I was so excited about the book, I kept telling them all about the book and what was going on in the different chapters and um, I was kind of giving them the cliff notes. So they just said, Hey, we'll just, uh, you just keep reading and tell us all about it. So <laughs> they, um, they let me do the reading for them. But the interesting thing is throughout the last couple of years that I was in my corporate job, we actually did use that, uh, phrase, um, or the phrase, it's not my one thing quite often because we did learn from the book that if you chase two rabbits, you will not catch either one. Just so if you can just imagine yourself trying to chase after a couple of different rabbits and usually uh, they're not gonna go in the same direction or stick close together. So you can't really chase two things um, and be able to uh, do either one of them very good. So you might be able to do a little bit 
for one, a little bit for the other, but you're not going to be successful at either one. So um, this also a um, little uh, quote came from this book by Josh Billings. It said, be like a postage stamp, stick to one thing until you get there. And I really, really like that uh, saying, and I'm glad that I reread the book before we decided to do this um, podcast because it had been a couple of months before since I had read it last. But um, every time I read it, I get something new out of it. And this time, that little quote is what stood out for me. So anyway, the gist of the book is really to determine what the one thing is that you can do today or this week or this month such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. Um, so if you really think about what is your main goal um, and you can even stop by, what is my main goal to accomplish this year? And then work back like a roadmap to say, what, is, what do I need to do to get there and you know, break it out into some bigger chunks and then the bigger chunks into smaller chunks into smaller chunks until you get down to what is the one thing I can do today, such by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. So I actually applied this to my business and trying to determine where I wanted to be in six months and then figuring out basically every day what I needed to do to make sure that I get there. Um, and as most humans, sometimes I don't do that, but I try to to stick with it and always have a plane to go back to anyway. So anywho, um, feel free to jump in with any <laughs> suggestions from, or you know, whatever from your side, if you have any, I'm sure audience would love to hear from your point of view as well. Um, um oh, okay. well, yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I could really talk about this at the, I guess we can get everybody, um, acclimated or whatever to the subject but for a real life example mm -hmm. um as some of you know I was I owned a salon and then I was getting into holistic nutrition and fitness and all of that stuff and when it got to the point where I was really trying to transition more into um being a nutritionist and taking my business mostly online and all that it was really difficult for me to do that well and also run a salon well. So I really couldn't do both things. It was just too much. And um, at the end it was difficult because we were just kind of like waiting out our lease for the business. So once that ended, I could focus more. And even still, like now I am focused on my business, but I'm also working at my boyfriend's gym and helping him run that and running their social media page and my social media page. And it's still like, there's always, we always have, we're always like multitasking no matter what. So, you know, plus with, you know, having the podcast. So I, ha I still have so many other things, but luckily they're all within like the same kind of category. So it makes it a little bit easier, but I still have to you know, day by day, figure out what my one thing is for that day or for that week or for that month so that I can make progress right. with right. business. Yeah. So like you said, they're all within the scope of your um, 
overall goal or your overall uh, desire, right? Right. Yep. But so that makes it easier. Right. So that, exactly. So, and that's kind of the way it's always going to be. We're going to have a lot of things, but we really need to think about what's the most important thing that needs our attention right now. And the, the other thing that this book pretty much tells us is that when you work this way, you will be very successful, but your life will be messy. So if you try to make everything very, very neat and organized and everything gets done and everything gets done, you know, uh, before you, you know, turn the lights off at night, it's going to be very difficult because you can't do everything um, and do it well. So it, they say, you know, when you, when you want the absolute best chance to succeed at anything, your approach should always be to go small because when you go as small as possible, you'll be starting at one thing. So instead of, you know, your long-term picture might be to go big, but your short-term has to be to go small. So mm -hmm. extraordinary results are directly determined by how narrow you can make your focus. And this is similar to what we've talked about before in finding your niche in your business. So again, it kind of all goes back to being focused and um, narrow and finding a niche. So one of the other really interesting things that I thought about this, and so if you talk about, if you think about going small and you're going to be say, well, you know, if I'm just, you know, if I do a lot of small things, it's never going to amount to anything, but they talk about the domino effect in this book. And so this is from Lauren Whitehead from the American Journal of Physics, who says a single domino is capable of bringing down another domino that is actually 50% larger. So if you think about that, if you start with something small and you're successful, that will actually have a domino effect for then for you to do something that is a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And so every time you're successful doing something, you can then achieve something that is larger than that, which brings you to your long-term larger goal. But it's very difficult to do that if you uh, don't get focused to begin with, because it's very difficult to push down something that is huge with one felt, one felt swoop. It's usually much too heavy, much too large, much too cumbersome. So really got to uh, niche down and uh, focus and go small right in the beginning. So mm -hmm. This will help you achieve more of your goals quickly. So it kind of goes into our last episode. We talked about our resolutions mm -hmm. and the things that we were planning on doing this year. And, you know, maybe for some of you, it's your resolutions are a little bit bigger, whether it's, you know, making you know, whatever major change you want to make, you still have to break that down and you have to take it one thing at a time in order to be successful and not just be like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm just going to give up. Right. Exactly. And so too, what we talked about last time is, you know, making a plan and making, you know, three to five steps to achieve the one thing. And if it's going to take you, you know, more than five steps or longer than a month, maybe it is too big and you need to break it down even smaller and smaller and smaller and then determine the priority. Again, what is the first thing that I need to do to get this done? What is the most important thing I need to do today to 
um, make sure that things are um, either uh, easier or maybe even eventually unnecessary, which would be great to come up with, you know, to do something today so that something is now unnecessary later on. Um, so they talk in the book too about the six lies between the lie between us and success. So there's six lies um, <laughs> that are between us and success, sorry. And the first one is that everything matters equally and it doesn't. And this is what I was talking about before. So you, it might be messy because you can't have everything matter equally. You can't expect to have uh, you know 600 things checked off your to-do list by the time you turn the light out and everything's you know, uh, done and perfect and you can sleep tight. Um, that's not going to happen. Some things really don't matter at all right now, or maybe they don't really matter at all. So <clears throat> again, busy doesn't equal productive or successful. And uh, achievers work from a clearer sense of priority instead of a to-do list. So instead of a to-do list, they also say, write a success list. What do I need to do to be successful? Not what is all this other crap I need to do today, you know? So maybe the laundry can wait till tomorrow. Maybe you don't have any clean underwear, so you have to do it today, but whatever. But, you know, is it something that has to be done today or can it wait for this more important thing that has to be done today so that you can achieve success? And then, oops, sorry, were you going to say something? No, I was just thinking how my laundry definitely needed to be done. But <laughs> <laughs> right, well, in some place where somebody steals your laundry, you have to be on top of it every minute of the day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, multi, then that's, that's a topic for maybe another podcast. <laughs> anyway, so the second lie is multitasking and we're all still, um, uh, guilty of this, but we really can't focus hundred percent on two things at the same time. So they're both going to suffer. So you, while we're doing this podcast, if I was going to be trying to, you know, scroll through Instagram at the same time, something's going to suffer. And it's probably going to be both things. So I will not be able to focus on what I need to say or what I need to write or follow or whatever it happens to be on social media. So you really can't do two things uh, at the same time. And interestingly enough, the statistics that say that we lose 28% of an average day due to, due to multitasking ineffectiveness. That's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. A lot of time, 28%, because we're multitasking, which means we're not concentrating on one thing at a time. And we're doing- That's six hours. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Right? Six yeah. hours. Imagine what you could do in six hours if you just focused on one thing right now and then did something else. Because what often happens, you have to go back and fix your mistake, redo your problem. Similar to, this, I did this last night, as a matter of fact. I was like in a big hurry. I thought I knew how to set up my Roku stick and my third television. And I ended up putting in my wrong password for Amazon Prime. And then I couldn't get the Prime. And then it took me an hour to figure out how to disconnect it and reconnect it the right way. Whereas if I was just really paying attention and not trying to do something else at the same time, I would have, there's a whole hour right there. And there's 
something that will help or could help um, with to have a more productive work day is using the Pomodoro method, I believe. And that is where you work. So I, I don't know if it has to be exact times, but for example, if I can find a link to this, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, like you work for maybe 45 minutes at a time. So you set a timer for 45 minutes and after 45 minutes are up, you can take a 15 minute break and do whatever you want. So you only have to commit to, even if it's a half hour, half hour, 45 minutes, you're committed to one thing. You are focused. You are not distracted. You put your phone away. You, you get something done and you know that in, you know, a half hour or so you're going to get a break. So, and you just do that all day and you just work in those half hour, 45 minute increments, knowing that you can take the time every so often to basically bullshit and do whatever you want. And it helps you stay a little bit more productive and get way more done. Exactly. And I just heard that um, recently too. We were probably listening to the same thing when we heard that. Possible. And so the third lie is that we need to live a disciplined life. And so we only need to live, we only need to have enough discipline long enough for habits to kick in and take over, which is 66 days. That's how long they say um, you need to do something before it becomes a habit. So you need to be disciplined for 66 days, which is just over two months, no, three months, no, two months, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay. Took me a minute too, so. I know, yeah. <clears throat> Just over two months for something to become a habit. And then you don't have to think, oh, I have to be so disciplined. I have to be so disciplined because then it's just a habit and you don't have to really think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, success is do, about doing the right thing, not everything. So we really need to, again, go back and think of what's the right thing that I need to do right now. Can't do everything. Just get used to it. And, you know, the whole thing, um, jack of all trades, master of none. That's what Mm -hmm. happens when you do, you know, a lot of little things, you know, half-assed, but you can't really do anything. uh, Full-ass. Full-ass. Yeah, exactly. Full-on ass. Um, So, and, and build one habit at a time, too. You can't try to build a bunch of great habits, you know, all at the same time, because that's not going to work either. Um, and the other one, one of the other lies is about willpower that, you know, you can always have willpower. You just have to have the will to have the power, but there are different times, you know, willpower is in limited supply. And so decide what matters and reserve your willpower for that. And some of us have more willpower at certain times of the day. And it all depends on, you know, our, our sleep cycle and, you know, awake cycle and, and different things like that. I know I have no willpower first thing in the morning, mm. which is interesting because when I was young, I had a lot of willpower first in the morning. And now I have no willpower, but I have like at this time of day, well, this time of day, they don't know what this time of day is, but you know, between 11 and two is when I think I have maybe even 11 and four, I have a lot of willpower to get things done. Yeah. How about Agreed. you? When's your- Willpower. Yeah, I mean, I use that kind of um, more so like with food and stuff. So if I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm craving something sweet and, 
you know, whatever. And I'll tell myself, you know, you can have, you know, get it later. You'll have it. You can have it later. Just like start your day with, you know, a green juice, some water, start off on the right foot. And then later, if you still want it, you can have it. Like nothing for me is really off limits. Right. So, but then usually what happens is I get in this like cycle of like good habits. And then by the time that I'm actually like going to give myself the, the time to, to have that, I don't really want it anymore. Or even if I do, I don't feel as bad right. having it, but I know my willpower is going to be a little bit stronger usually in the morning. Cause I'm like ready to start on our good start the day off on the right foot right. on a good foot <laughs> one of the things they talk about and I'm not sure if I'm getting ahead getting ahead but I don't want to forget it which is a great um, tool to use for this tip is the time blocking so if you know you have like great willpower to get shit done between 11 and 4 or 10 and 3 or whatever the heck your time is I mean maybe you're you know it's like 10 and 6 p.m. or whatever it is for you block off your time where you don't make other calls you don't you know do social media then you don't you know you do as little as you need to um to make sure that you don't get distracted so if you time block and then those are the times that you're always doing something and people in your life will get to know they don't bother you between those times whether it's at work, at your job, or at home, or whatever it happens to be. So, um, and that also goes to setting boundaries, which again is another topic for another day, but really important. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this I thought was interesting too, and they talked about this, and this is right up your alley, um, and they called it food for thought, literally. Um, And they talked about complex carbohydrates and proteins um, that elevate the blood sugar evenly over longer periods of time help to improve your willpower. So if you're going to eat, you know, ring things and, you know, Twinkies, that's not going to evenly, you know, uh, elevate your blood sugar over long periods of time. It's going to spike and then drop. So that will help to decrease your willpower. So oatmeal helps. Protein. <laughs> So oatmeal as in the food, not your not the dog. Your dogs. No. Yeah, oatmeal is is great. Yeah. Any other food tips on that one? Things that might be good for people? Um, I think things like that, like beans, they have complex carbs and proteins in them that help you stay full. So having like a chili, making like a big pot of chili in a crock pot or something that you have for like the week or at least a few days so that you don't have to think about food and you know you're getting some vegetables in there and some protein and beans and all that good stuff um, would be a good thing to have. Something with Organifi in it too yeah. because that will help to maintain. Yep, some sweet potato, mm, yum. oatmeal, make some roasted chickpeas to snack on throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So, All kinds of things. Okay. So again, the, the key point here is to do what matters most um, first when your willpower is the strongest or, you know, whenever your willpower is the strongest. So anyway, um, a balanced life, another <coughs> lie. So... Like we said before, some things are just more important than others. 
Um, and sometimes there are different things that are more important than others at different times of the day and the week. So having a balanced life and saying, you know, we have to have balance and is not always going to lead you to success. So you need to let the right things take precedence when they should and get to the rest when you can. And that is, I love that because, you know, we so often think we have to have a balanced life. Everything has to be perfect in our family and our home and community and, and everything else, but that's not the way it is. Sometimes you have to live a counterbalanced life. Um, and the sixth, sixth thing is um, that big is bad. And so big is not bad, big is good. Um, think big, don't order from the menu. So don't just think, okay, well, you know, these are the things that are here, but think of what else can I have? Um, you know, act bold, don't fear failure, but fear media. Uh, I can't say this word, Emily. Can you help me out here? Mediocrity. Me mediocrity. <laughs> mediocrity. Mediocrity? Yeah, mediocrity. I like that. Um, mediocracy. Mediocracy. Isn't it mediocracy? Mediocrity. It is? Mediocrity. I think it's mediocracy. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, don't be mediocre. Right. <laughs> Tapioca. We want to fear failure. Um, we don't want to fear failure. We want to fear being mediocre. So you can so there's, It's actually both. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You're looking it up. So mediocrity is also a word that was the one I was thinking of. Uh-huh. Mediocrity. Oops. Mediocrity. Oh, my God. Mediocrity is the same. Okay. I don't know why they had to come up with two words for it, but I like mediocrity better because it's easier for me to say. easier to say. Okay. Yes. So I like this because being vegan, I never order from the menu because there's usually nothing on the menu that I can eat. So I am always one asking for something special, acting bold, um, sometimes to the chagrin of the people who are eating with me. Um, but again, we shouldn't fear failure because failure sometimes leads us and helps us to learn how to be successful but we should fear being mediocre, just blah, boring. Boring. Mm -hmm. So just moving right along here with the book towards the end, um, they talk about the four thieves in our life. And the first one is one of my favorites. Well, the inability to say no, that's not my favorite. My favorite thing is to say no. <laughs> um, because when you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else because there's still only 24 hours in the day. So you're either saying no to something else that you should or would rather be doing, or maybe you're saying no to sleep. You're saying no to, um, you know, food preparation was going to help you to stay healthier and, you know, maintain that willpower, but you say no to something. So mm -hmm. when you say yes to something that you don't want to be doing, it's just, you know, not, you know, really on your uh, path to excellence, you're saying no to something else. Yeah, you have to stop being a people pleaser. Right, exactly. It has taken me a long time. I'm still working on that one. 
Mm, me too. Um, so, and if you can't say no, you could always say, hmm, let me get back to you on that <laughs> until you can come up with the guts to say, nope, can't do it. Anyway, another one is fear of chaos because chaos happens along the way to an extraordinary life and extraordinary results. Like I said before, things get untidy. Um, they might be in disarray or disorder because you can't focus on every single thing you have to pick what's important right now and everything else has to wait. Mm, that's why I'm messy. Yep. Focusing on the important things. <laughs> Here's another one right up your alley there, Emma, is for health habits. They certainly um, take from our ability to be highly successful. Um, because high achievement and extraordinary results require big energy, a lot of energy, um, proper sleep, nutrition, exercise, meditation, time block. Again, we had mentioned that earlier. Um, also your emotional health and laughter and all of these things help you when they are, um, when you do them, um, you achieve much higher results and you get the sleep that you need nutrition the exercise and all and so that's really um, important and like we had said before and i've said it a million times um, you have to put yourself first because if you're not healthy how are you going to ever help anybody else right um and the other thing is your environment maybe doesn't support your goals so this could be not just necessarily the room that you're working in. It could be any part of your environment. That means the people that you're with, the place where you are, um, any type of thing like this. And because no one succeeds or fails alone. And so the people that you interact with on a regular basis are part of your environment. So you really need to look at that and say, how are these people affecting my ability to be successful. Right. They say you are the average of the five people you hang around with the most or something like that. So right. look at those people. Would you like to be where they are in life? Right. If and not, then maybe you need to reassess or just hang out with them less. You don't have to dump them completely if you really like them, but. Right, right, right. But if they're really not adding to your, to your life at all, you really might want to decide why, you know, think about, why am I really hanging around with these people? Maybe it's just a habit. Right. Um, and this, you know, being the mom, I'm going to say this goes back to when we tell our children, don't hang out with the wrong crowd. Because, you know, and I'm sure I said it to my parents too. Oh, you know, I have my own mind. I'm going to do what I want to do. And, you know, but we are all influenced by the people that we hang around with, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... The one thing, pick up your copy. It's a great book. Um, it's a very easy read and a lot of great steps. And um, at the end of each chapter, there is what they call, uh, I forgot what it calls it. Maybe he doesn't have that in every chapter, but um, <clears throat> I'm going to find it. Oh, it's called Big Ideas. And so at the end of each chapter, 
there's a page or a section called big ideas and those are the key ideas that they want you to get out of that chapter. So if you think, um, sometimes if you think you maybe you didn't read that point, read those and then you can go back and, and you know, find out what you missed. So it's a great book. We'll put the link in the show notes. And anything else you'd like to add, Emily? Um, I think you pretty much covered that really well. So now nobody needs to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put the, you know, some of this information in the show notes. Of course, not everything that we said, but um, some of the information. But I would really recommend getting it because, you know, all of the detail and all the little stories and that really help to make, get the point um, across and make the point much more clear, much clearer than, than we have done here. But I think great, great. We tried. We did a good job. You did a good job. Thanks. I interrupted, but yeah. Good. So um, our, our riddle for this podcast is this. The more you take, the more you leave behind. So see if you can come up with the answer. You can uh, shoot us a message or um, if you'd like. The more you take, the more you leave behind is the riddle. And we'll give you the answer at the beginning of the next podcast. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please share with a friend, take a screenshot and throw it in your story on Instagram or Facebook. Um, leave us a five-star rating and a review. That would mean a lot to us. And if there's anything you would like us to talk more about or hear more about on the show, please send either of us a message and we will definitely take that into consideration. So thank you again for listening and have a lovely day.